Hello and welcome to the Two Bald Brothers and a Microphone Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I am here with Tommy Ryan, the other bald brother. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well. Good. What, is... are you, what are you drinking this morning? Uh, it's a, a grande flat white with coconut milk. All right. Yes, my favorite. All right. I've gone, I've gone dairy-free. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't to. know whether I know. Yeah, well, yeah. not really, but but yeah. for a coffee drinks, I for coffee so. drinks, usually do. Yeah, I I, I know um, Deanna. I think she's lactose intolerant. I don't know if that's the same thing. I think I just have an I have an allergy to dairy. I, would, yeah. I did that in the whole thirty thing for a while, and then I. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you do is you st- you know cut out a bunch of things, and you start adding things for a couple of days, and see what how your body reacts to it. And I had dairy when I had introduced dairy back into the diet. Mm. I like I, I um, the day after I did it, I woke up that next morning. I felt like I had a hangover. Yeah, it just I just my body was not reacting right to it, and um, so it um, it may have been something to do with the bottle of wine that I drank as well. But yes, no, no, <laughs> it's called a confounding factor. <laughs> I introduced milk. And wine back into yeah. my bed. <laughs> For some reason, I have not. No, I. It's. Uh, it's. It's very difficult for me though, because I. I. I, uh, I just recognize how many things were like. I love ice cream. Oh my goodness, I, I enjoy mm-hmm. ice cream. And then what I've done in the morning is I'm now having the almond milk, which isn't too bad with cereal. I'm not going to drink it straight up, but um, yeah. But yeah, so I and I feel just feel a whole lot better without dairy. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just more like an allergy type of thing. Yeah. But it's tough to cut out. I mean, it's yeah. amazing how many yeah. things do have dairy yeah. in it. But um, so you have a little bit of caffeine in you this morning. Did I you do. um, did you see any of the write ups from the Apple event yesterday? No, I watched some of it. Um, <clears throat> And uh, I plan on going all over the place this morning. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What what was interesting to me was the watch features Uh that uh, basically find um, AFib. Yeah. um, And then also the ECG capability. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. those are some powerful things. I, I don't know how relevant that is in terms of heart health monitoring, you know, mm-hmm. the, what aspects of monitoring are the key um, measures to, you know, keep on top of your heart health. But uh-huh. it, I think that's going to attract a lot of people that are, you know, in their 50s and above that, you know, maybe even 40s above that mm-hmm. want to stay on top of a, a heart incident. Yeah, I use, I mean, my, I'm, I'm, I'm a Fitbit, a Fitbit Versa. And I prime, I mean, my focus for my smartwatch, I mean, I, I want it to, the battery life's really important to me. And then I just use it for the fitness, really the fitness mm-hmm. features. Right. And the other thing is the notifications. I like that. I mean, you can set it up to say which notifications come from your phone over to your Fitbit. So that's, that's ends up working out well for me. And yeah. then, you know, beyond that, I mean, I see a lot of the things I had an Apple watch for a while and then just, it was I think I was just, I was at a point where I just got tired of charging. You know, I felt like it was a, my, my role in life was to keep all my Apple devices charged. Yeah. So you just I get mean, into I, habits. Yeah. Of, I just got in a yeah, habit. I've yeah. got a stand that has the the watch that you can kind of set it on its side. Yep. And yeah. it has some um, cables that come out the front. They're USB ports that you can connect multiple short cables. Yep. And so my, you know, AirPod 
phone and and Apple Watch all get charged at night and okay and they mostly I mean the the watch sometimes won't make it a day now I've got a series one so I've had mine for quite a while oh really that's the first series yeah okay yeah. so yeah. you are you going to look at the four maybe ask I'd for like it from to Santa I mean Claus. it's starting to it's it's definitely very laggy and, yeah. and I when I bring up like the alarms you know built in yeah app it takes forever for it to show up and allow me to pick and configure an alarm. I am my most used feature on the watch is setting um, timers, timers. And, and the alarm in the morning. I oh, get up before yeah. London and not having a regular alarm, but an alarm that buzzes my arm allows me to get up without waking up London in the morning. Nice. Yeah. And I can do this. I mean, I I've, got, you can I've, do got, that that I've got that too. as well. Um, and then I've got a special clock face that tells me like the temperature outside and my beats per minute. And I think the other thing as well with this is I like the um, steps are so simple. <laughs> I mean, I understand mm-hmm. the, clo- I had the closing mm-hmm. rings before, but it's yeah. a little bit just vague. Like I, I, I like, I've been really getting into trying to set um, daily goals. And I think that's one of them that I know that just like, you know, I set, a, set that step goal and it, right. it really helps me. And I try to do over, over 60 minutes. I mean, my, my, technically my goal is over 30 minutes a day, but I try to do over 60 minutes a day mm-hmm. of some sort, form of exercise. And that's typically like I've already, I did a walk this morning. And so it's you know, mm-hmm. going out for a walk is, right. is, I just enjoyed like this morning. I ended up taking Connor out to the bus and I've never done this before, but I just went for a walk right after bringing him out to the bus mm-hmm. and his bus comes at six twenty two typically, mm-hmm. which is really early. You know, it's nice just walking around the neighborhood. Right. It, was, it was nice little, nice little walk. Um, so, and you're getting ready. So you've got. Uh, I always get the two mixed up. Inspire, ignite, no, ignite <laughs> coming up. Envision, envision. <laughs> which what, is ign- the same week as ignite, which is interesting. It is. Some people that are um, going to both, trying to flip flop. Going to What's the, so the uh, ignite the envis- in Orlando, right? Orlando. I don't know where Envision is. It might be Orlando. Okay. Um, I'm not sure, to tell you the truth. Um, I haven't looked that up, but I, okay. I know some people that I'm reaching out to or saying either I'm not going to ignite. I'm going to Envision, and some that are saying uh, first half of the week ignite, second half Envision. Is Envision is that's the Dynamics one or mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that's one we haven't, uh, we've never been to that one. Yeah, a lot of the SharePoint people that um, I thought would be at Ignite, or and there's a good number they're going Are to. Are they ambition. transitioning over to do more da- Dynamics work? or They got the short stick, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> for the conference. I don't know. I mean, some of it, they're, they basically are saying we've, we're trying to divide uh-huh. between, and, and you know, they're kind of common as I would have been at Ignite if Envision didn't fall in the same week. Uh huh, and then you—I've seen a lot of the emails going back and forth, just trying to meet up with other partners down there, and probably you're going with Pete and with Kirk. Kirk, yeah, right. yeah, using LinkedIn. That's yeah, um, kind of gone through about half of it. You know, just seeing contacts I want to meet up with, and mm-hmm. gosh, it's a great ex- exercise to think about. You know, who I need to talk to because you get relationships that really strong relationships and you get busy and they they fall back um, into the back pile of, you know, emails and 
when you start going through and looking at your contacts, it, it reminds you of some people that you want to still be in contact with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, and that, how far off is that? That's a couple weeks. It's when not is this that? week, but next week. Okay. Yeah. And you guys are driving down there for mm-hmm. it? Okay. Yeah, I'm driving with Linda. She's got her brother that's down there. Okay. We're going to visit before. No, I think after. I can't remember. <laughs> I think uh-huh. it's before, yeah, because we've got to be back for a wedding. But um, And then Kirk and Peter, I think, are driving too. They're driving um, together. Nice. So it's What's not your, too far away. The... Um, the updates so far to the cafe and stuff that we that you've seen Pete and I are working on. Um, any comments? Any things that you've seen that have come up that are are good, bad, or another? <laughs> yeah. Just sort of like how how is this? And and I think you've because a part of you're looking at it from um, not an outsider looking in, but you're you know you're Pete and I are going after a couple things together and then sort of letting the group know what's going on. Is there we're still heavily relying on teams for a lot of things. I know we've been also subtly trying to pull a little bit of the SharePoint um, modern experience into what we're doing. You're still primarily in teams. I'm assuming right now. Yeah. And I I am, but as I look at how things are starting to gel and come together as it relates to the SharePoint side of it, Uh um, I know hub sites are very simple, but uh-huh. I do like the concept of going there and it being a launching point into relevant content mm-hmm. that can be rolled up. Um, you know, kind of a roll up capability is something you don't have in teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I think nice and just navigation. Um, yeah, I, I can, go to the sales hub and get to the different teams that way. Um, The reason I probably am in teams more is at the end of the day, a lot of your work that's getting done is updating documents, Mm -hmm. at least what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I'm working with MSAs and SOWs and, and those things. You definitely want to be in the team. That's where you're going to get more value. Yeah. Is team conversations around that. Um, and I, I do think the knowledge base, you know, the things that are longstanding information that you want to curate, mm-hmm. that the te- Teams is not an environment for that. I mean, Teams is very close to Yammer. Yeah. Um, so that's a feed that has a certain lifespan. And yeah, you can use Teams to navigate and get into SharePoint content, but you can do that from SharePoint mm-hmm. as well or better. Mm-hmm. So Teams is not necessarily the best UI to get into SharePoint, but it's it's it it helps from a standpoint of having less tools that you bring up. Uh-huh. So I can get into Planner, I can get into um, SharePoint, I can go through my conversations and stay in one tool. I saw um, it was doing us a little bit of research on different like what's the next types of migrations we can go after and um and i saw a comment in quora because i think Quora is kind of cool just to go see what other people are putting out there um and one one of the the questions that i was reading is this was sort of had to do with uh enterprise social networks and so they, the comment from the guy was basically like 
okay, hip chat's going away and social cast, there's just a social cast, which is another, it's sort of mm-hmm. like the enterprise network. And they're like, what's, is it, is this boating poor for sort of in general for um, what are happening with enterprise social network? And the guy, it was a, th- there was a thoughtful response from somebody who was, um, you know, sort of his take on what's happening right now, which is, um, I th- companies like uh, Salesforce and Microsoft are sort of recognizing that social is just like a, it's more like a feature than it is a product. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, less emphasizing it as a sort of this is a this is the product that we're going out to the world with and more of, well, you're social with everything. I mean, you're that's that's how work is done and it's more getting more integrated. And um, and it was interesting for the person to sort of talk about because he talked about Slack and sort of like that's how about Slack's adoption and then about Microsoft's response, which is trying to, you know, um, take an approach where it's the one place to, you know, sort of pulling all of the disparate services together into more of a central place that you're going to, to go get work done. And you typically Mm -hmm. get work done within teams, which is makes sense. Uh, And it was just interesting to see just the, um, sort of the, the, his response to what's happening right now, which is they're not, it's that the, the social features are sort of just becoming ingrained to sort of the products that we're using and are out there right now. And I think I, you know, I still, um, I think we're at, we've been having a lot of good conversations about, um, and this was going into this project, which I'm referring to project cobbler, what we're calling project cobbler, which was the, you know, some of the content that we have is stuff that we're just working on right now, which might be in a team. And then there's some content that is long term that needs to be in a place that I can go refer to again, which now I think we're moving towards the mode of keeping those in modern pages. Right. And, um, you know, the issues with right now with putting it in a Teams wiki is that it's, you know, it's not searchable from the web and you have to be in Teams to actually get to it. The, the discussion stuff, we've had this discussion before, but that's, again, another place that you have to, is stored in Microsoft Teams and it's not accessible from the web-based interface. So um, it's, and I th- I'll, it'll be interesting to see, because I think eventually what Microsoft will probably do is probably have um, that content that, you know, the discussions and some of the stuff that's going on in Teams is having either a web part or some way of seeing it from the web, um, but some way of integrating this whole experience together. Because right now it still f- feels a little bit disparate. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, which it always will be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's tough when there's more choices. Would be what would be interesting is maybe taking is what are the um, and I talked with Pete about this was which was. Uh, you know, taking our old wiki data, um, you know, we used to store things in traditional wiki pages and and migrating that over into modern pages, which seems to be the way that we want to store long-term information. Because mm-hmm. um, I think what that, that will be, right now we're going to manually one-off do those, you know, take things and move things over. But long-term, I think that's the place where a lot of this content is going to be that... that um, the modern wiki is a modern SharePoint page. page. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, sorry, I think think out loud and rambled here well, for a while. I mean, but you look at this was something that we were yeah. going into this project. I was trying to figure out, which is right now, if you're if you're working together as a team and you need to store wiki based content, it's in OneNote. It's it's that's where it is. Yeah. And then long t- uh, and then long term, if is there's content that needs to go into a certain. Uh, place that you we might move it over into a modern page or move it to a place where we're storing more of like knowledge based type information right um and then you know and as you said rightfully last time a lot of this content just goes stale over time and we extract out what we need to to put on our public website we just take what we need to from it but not all of it's going to be relevant in the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm yeah, I, I look at it. I think some of the challenges we have for being a small company and looking at how do we approach a migration mm-hmm. is there's this, I, I think we have this temptation of we want to clean up as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a larger scale migration effort, a migration team just can't do that. Yeah, they they've got to almost just migrate it all, and not you know unless there's some very high level um, factors that they mm-hmm. can take into consideration, like the last time it's been updated. If they want to say anything has been updated um, longer than a year from now or three mm-hmm. years from now, yeah. we're going to archive it. Yeah. and you know having those more coarse grain filters to put in place you know is um you know effective but i think where we struggle or at least i struggle is i look at oh there's probably in this technology wiki there's probably only 10 percent that should come forward yeah well how do you get to that 10 percent um and how much time do you spend before you say well it's it's we're better off just bringing it all over Mm -hmm. or we're better off archiving it and having it available mm-hmm. and just starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you kind of get into those scenarios. Mm-hmm. And we, and it blows our mind when we have some companies that come to yeah. us too late to migrate and they say, well, yeah. we're just going to start from scratch. And we think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of, I mean, at our scale, sometimes you can see some, you know, depending on what your knowledge is, uh-huh. sometimes it changes so quickly that knowledge that's three years old is. Is not useful anymore. Uh-huh. Um, except for I think more company-oriented information, like yeah. the stuff around your benefits, the stuff around certain forms that drive your organization. I could. I think that's the key. That's one of the things I'm learning out of this is that um, is that there's this working. There's content that you need to work to get things done in teams and on projects and things like that. But I think a strategy I might have taken that a little bit differently in the past is is trying to um, maybe we tried to do this with the wiki stuff, but almost just having like a um, you separating it off into something that we know you know that is a place that it's so tough because you're asking people to think about, you know, uh, does, is this content? Cause uh, like the technology stuff, it'll change after a year. You know, some of it, you don't, they don't know when it expires. Right. Um, but like for the company, like 
um, for operations things, for things that we know like have to stay around for a while. Like one of the things I was thinking about doing was creating like a marketing operations ma- uh, manual and just create like setting it up as a manual that like these are all the things like this is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is it's stuff that I know, you know, that um, I'm doing over and over process wise and that um, I need to keep going forward. But in sort of separating it off to some place that is uh, I know will be retained and will be moved forward, which that might be a good example of like, this is why you'd want to put it in a document versus a wiki, right? Mm-hmm. You might say, okay, let's, let's, let's describe, you know, let's, let's create a, um, instead of a bunch of wiki pages, which describe each one describes, okay, this is how you publish a blog post, or this is how you do, um, update, uh, you know, this update this social network or what, you know, just all these dis- sort of things. Maybe, uh, maybe I should be putting it into, you know, one operations manager, manual as opposed to putting it into wiki pages so that I know it moves forward and I'm just keep I'm updating that document versus going and updating right. a wiki for well, it. Well, you that know, well, yeah, I think as we're looking at people that come to us the last minute to migrate, I'm, I'm thinking about, well, how do we have a fast track program? How do we take people yeah. that, you know, come to us with a month left or two months left and the project is really three to six months long. I mean, <laughs> how, how do we how do we compress that timeline, and what shortcuts can yeah. we take? And I, and what comes to mind is like, you know, take all the document content, which that's you know simple to to mm-hmm. migrate and even stage, mm-hmm. maybe even outside of SharePoint if you had to, um, and then your collaboration, you know, your collaborative documents that are in Jive, turn them into PDFs and. Okay, yeah. we take those two things out, and those are the core of your knowledge. Yes, you've got discussions. Yes, you've got this. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of the 80-20 rule. Let, yeah. Let's get the, the 20% of that's going to have the 80% impact on your organization. And, yeah, it's not pretty. You're going to maybe lose some things, but in the grand scheme of things, you probably won't miss it. It's probably going to be good enough for your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and this so is, putting it into documents, documents. Kind of, I think, is a more portable format. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. as time passes and you go from platform to platform, documents are portable. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of times you create them so you can take them outside of the system and send them in an email. Yeah. So if you have them in that format inside of your, your intranet, it's still searchable. It's still able to be brought up in the browser mm-hmm. um, and it's extremely portable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we ran into looking at like um, where you have this hybrids, like with Jive where you have collaborative documents where it's like, it's a, it's a hybrid between the two, which was interesting to run into some of those types of things where it was, you know, what, what is the content in there? Is that something that needs to move forward or not? Um yeah, and I think we're running into yeah a lot of this um, social content. It, it's you know you want to like what what is the value of that, and um, and is it worth the you know how do you how does it what does it look like moving forward? Is it worth it for you know I know for us. Um, 
yeah, I, I think a lot of it is just needs to be arc. I think it needs to be arc there in case you need to look something up. Yeah, I, I think, I, what I've I, found when I when I think about social content um, and when people look at, well, I want to move things from Yammer um, or move things into Yammer from a social network. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, gosh, all that stuff is really only valuable within the hours or minutes or days at most a couple of weeks when that was shared and the, those conversations took place. It was there to accelerate decision-making and accelerate collaboration. I think mm-hmm. social does that for you. It raises the awareness and visibility to get more people quickly to swarm around a problem. You know, mm-hmm. kind of what we saw with Groove back in the day is mm-hmm. you saw, oh, there's people in this workspace and we go, what, what are they looking mm-hmm. at? And then you're swarming around a problem. Um, and in terms of going back and looking at that social content um, in the future, one year from now, do I want to look at something that I had a conversation on today? And I always thought no. And where I'm starting to change my mind is, well, it's the social content that surrounded a document. And so if I have an SOW that I was working on, you know, three months ago, I can pick up on where was I last what were the last conversations to give me some context as I go back into that document? But isn't that wouldn't that be comments in the document in an old version that would have comments in it? It would be comments. Yes, it, yeah. it would. It would be. So I mean, you could say. You, but now you have for teams. a practice. You know, always put it as comments in the document. Yeah. What's clean about comments that are in teams around a document is you break those comments off you don't have to go clean up those comments and you can keep those comments when you go share it with somebody now you could do that you could go and into the document get rid of all the comments and then send it to your client but the only way you can get those comments back in is you have to go back a version and then start making more comments Mm -hmm. on it i can send multiple versions and I can go back and see comments pretty quickly without having to go back and revert to a previous version yeah. and go see the comments that I deleted in the document. Yeah. This gives you lightly coupled comments to yeah. it that when you send the document, the comments are always stay behind. You don't have to worry about those comments. Just staying. as long as you're staying in Office 365 and have teams, you're fine. But don't, you can't move anywhere else. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah it's lock in. So, it's lock in. That type uh, of yeah. capability. I'm, I'm, yeah. we're, we're fine with lock into Microsoft. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't. Uh, I think that's uh, the damage is done for the day. It looks like we have our sales stand up. So we'll wrap it up with that. I appreciate you taking that. Any um. Anything new that you've learned uh, about the Tesla or any updates with, um, with Iron Ma- Mountain Organics or anything last, oh last minute? I put a blog post are... out kind of on the the logo creation experience. Nice. Um, it looks great. And um, I got another one coming up, you know, as I'm taking notes on what is my first year experience with the garden. Nice. Kind of lessons learned. Um it's flying by. It just it it seems like it's been five years that I've been in the garden, but it's been less than a year yeah. since I've got the fence up and I've got serious about it. So, 
Um, a lot of things. What are you harvesting? Harvesting right now? Right now, it's peppers. You know, um, and I'm starting to do fall seeding right now. I've got some seedlings for beets and chard and kale and broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage, and um, we'll see. See how that goes. Well, thanks everybody for spending a little bit of time with the Ryan brothers and uh, appreciate your time and uh, have a wonderful day. Thanks, Tommy, for doing this. Sure. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.